When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. The Jubal Show on demand. Confidence. Ooh. It's the Jubal Show. Somebody texted in at 41061. What's something that makes people immediately attractive to them? Confidence. Oh, yes. That is true. I don't know why more people can't be confident. You should believe in yourself. Also, even if you don't want to believe in yourself, just be confident because it could get you laid. Yeah. It's time for Ridiculous Internet Questions. It's the Jewel Show. And today's Ridiculous Internet Question is what makes someone immediately attractive to you? And that is always an answer whenever you ask anybody what makes someone attractive, they say confidence. Nobody wants to go on a date with someone who is not confident, right? You don't want to sit there and be, try to give them a pep talk the whole time. Like, right. no, you're great. I promise. Like, you, you know, you're really cool. That's why I went out with you. Yeah. That's the one thing, you know, when it comes to dating, the thing that I've always wondered why people do this, right? They'll ask someone out, the person will say yes, and then they'll go on the date, but they won't be confident about the fact that they're on a date with the person. They'll they'll think, why are they out with me? And things like that. Or they'll be nervous before. And it's like, if they agreed to go on a date with you, um probably means they want to be there yeah you made it so you shouldn't really be nervous about that be like that's cool they (laughs) wanted to hang out with me because they wouldn't have said yes if they didn't want to Mm -hmm. and if they have that much of a problem saying no then you probably don't want to date them anyway (laughs) call us 888-343-1061 text in 41061 victoria but i feel like it's hard because like i fake it till i make it honestly yeah because it's easy just to say be confident but Mm -hmm. so hard when you're in the moment and maybe like the guy sitting across the table from you is like really cute and it's like i'm not gonna be confident that moment i'm gonna be nervous i'm gonna be like oh no because you don't want to mess up or what yes okay but if you are being yourself like you already won like you could do nothing wrong by being yourself that is a Uh good point you know you can't quote unquote mess up if you're being victoria (laughs) you know does victoria like victoria victoria loves victoria well there you go victoria also knows that she (laughs) has a lot of working to do (laughs) yeah but they'll love that about you too. exactly yeah So that's what you got to think. What is something that you find immediately attractive, Victoria? I was going to say their sense of humor. Ooh, yeah. yes. Definitely. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I think it does work the other way around, right? There's stereotypes that women always want a man who has a good sense of humor. That's the stereotype for guys, right? You can look like anything as long as you're funny, <laughs> which is why I've been pretty successful in the dating world, <laughs> like, right? Because I'm like, yeah, I kind of have puggish good looks. Like sometimes I just, I just look like a pug. <laughs> 
you know? Um, and I'm not that tall, but I got personality, you know what I mean? I got confidence and I can make you laugh. And so if there was a league, I believe if you're dating somebody, they're in your league no matter what. Like nobody's out of your league. You're playing in the league that you're in. But if people were to look at me, sometimes they'd be like, wow, he plays above his league. And it's because confidence and I can make you laugh. Yes. Like I can even laugh about the fact that I look like a pug sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so call us 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. Bennett, what is something that you find immediately attractive? For me, it's always the eyes. If you have like nice eyes, like I am going to find any way to talk to you and make that eye contact. And it's both like the color, like I love light colored eyes, like blues, hazels, and greens, but also the shape. Like if you have like, I don't know, like this almond shape, kind of like cat eye look, <laughs> I'm into it and I'm going to be staring until we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Call us up, 888-343-1061. Text in at 41061. Today's ridiculous internet question is, what is something you find immediately attractive? Erica? Hi. Hi. What's up? How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Thank you for asking. What's something that you find immediately attractive? Um, I think this one's a little bit of an obvious one, but I think an accent. I don't know what, though, makes some accents more attractive than others, though, but certain accents. Yeah, there's some accents where they're just not that sexy, right? But then there's some accents that are super sexy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think for everybody, it's different, right? Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that besides the glasses and the curly hair, you know, okay, but this, the accents always has surprised me because I don't know why it's some others and not others, you know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. What is an accent that you like? What's your favorite accent, the most attractive to you? Oh, Italiano Corazon Mio. Oh. Nice. I like that. That was an English, <laughs> English accent? Was that an English accent? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I didn't quite come out right. Italian. Are you Italian? <laughs> No, no, I'm actually Hispanic, but okay. see, I don't know why Hispanic accent doesn't do nothing for me, but you start talking Italian and it goes somewhere else. Yeah, well, that's what happens, right? So, you know, Hispanic accent, for some people, they might love that, right? Oh, yeah. But you grew up in it, and so to you is normal, right? Because I was thinking about like Australian people. I'm like, do they just walk around? They think everybody's sexy. But <laughs> the Australian accent is a sexy accent. Like, they, man, That's they must, but they come over here and they actually think an American accent is sexy, yes. which is basically no accent. It's like the most boring accent. Yep. A true like American, especially West Coast accent is, oh, yeah. is nothing. And they think that's hot. <laughs> so it's just yeah, kind of like something England different. accent is a good one too. Yeah, English is definitely. Call mm-hmm. us up. Eight, eight. Thank you, Erica, for your phone call. Appreciate it. Hey. Oh. Hasta la vista to you too. <laughs> Have a good one. Call us 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. It's ridiculous internet questions. And what is something that makes someone immediately attractive? The Jubal Show on demand. It's another Jubal phone prank. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Hello? Hey, um, Marissa. Hi, is uh, um, yeah. is this my? I think uh, Natalie referred you. Yes, this is Pete Deacons. I um just emailed you that I'm uh was running about five minutes late there for the job interview. I'm sorry about that, but a situation happened and I got rid of the situation and now I'm re- here and ready for the interview. Sorry about that. I'm normally right on time. Uh, okay. Um, are you okay to do the job interview right now? Because oh. we can reschedule. Oh no, absolutely. This is super important to me. I'm focused only on this right now. Okay, Stop. just a few questions, Stop. and then we'll mm-hmm. we'll be done with okay, with it. Okay, so just tell me about yourself. Hello, are you sure you don't want to watch a funny kitten video? I found a reel. No, what? I can't do that right now. 
I'm doing a job interview. Stop it. Um, yeah, look, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so what were you saying? I'm so sorry about that. Um, somebody, uh, um, there was a sound at the door there. So I just was yeah, checking my time. So leave me alone. Yeah. I would just really appreciate it. If you could just go somewhere, uh, quiet where there's mm-hmm. no one to interrupt you. So you can actually uh, do this job interview. Absolutely. Let me just move over. Just, uh, I'll just move to another room real quick here. Just going to walk over here and shut the door. Okay. I'll, I'll just skip the question too. So what is, what do you think your greatest strength I, is? Your peanut butter and jelly sandwich does sound delicious right now, Mr. Dilly Dally, but I can't. I'm doing a job interview. Okay. And, hmm? Okay. I, I don't know what, what's going on over there. We've got a brand new jar of Jif. I know, Mr. Dilly. Shut up. I can't make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich right now. That sounds good. After. After. I'm sorry, what were you saying, Marissa? I don't know what's going on over there, but there's no one in the room, right? You told me that you're in a quiet spot. I am in a quiet spot. I am in a quiet spot, but you know how it goes sometimes. Um, I don't know what you're talking Speaking about. Speaking of going, let's go somewhere right now. No, I can't go anywhere right now. I'm doing a job interview. Sorry about that. What? I feel, I feel like there's someone in there with you. What's, what's going on? Do you feel like what? I'm so sorry. I, I missed that. What'd you say? Yeah, so I keep hearing another voice. Have you seen your keys? No, I haven't seen my keys. I, I don't know where they are, but it's not the time to look for them right now. I'm, I'm going to flick your stupid top hat off. Hmm? What? So sorry. This is a job interview, and and this is not typically how they go. And there's well, no interruption. that's true. <laughs> Normally I'm very focused, but <sighs> Mr. Dilly Dally showed up today right before I had the job interview, which was why I was five minutes late, because somebody just had to find the perfect pair of socks. And it wasn't me. Well, it wasn't me. Yes, it was you. Did you say Mr. Dilly Dally? <laughs> yeah, well, yes, I did. I'm sure he visits you from time to time, too. So, um, oh. Mr. Dilly Dally, you know, the guy that shows up every time you're trying to get something done who gets you off course. That's it. That is what you do, Mr. Dilly Dally. No, no, I don't. I don't know how it is with him. I don't have a Dilly Dally. I don't have an imaginary guy with a top hat telling me what to do or distracting me. Well, good. Mr. Dilly Dally's not messing with you today, then. He decided to come over to my house. <laughs> I mean, are you on drugs? Like, oh. Literally, what, what is going on? Oh, no. I've never... No, I never touched this stuff. You know what it might be? It might be that I'm off something right now. That's probably the uh, problem. So I've got okay. ADD, and I didn't take my Adderall today. And anytime I don't take my Adderall, good old Mr. Dilly Dally shows up and I just get distracted because he's always wanting to do other things than the task at hand. Okay, well, usually people Speaking don't take hands, let's pull up some sign language, language tutorials in the middle of this. No, Mr. Dilly Dally, I'm not going to learn sign language right now. I'm doing a job interview. I'm sorry, All what right. were you saying? What I'm saying is that this job interview is over. You're not a good candidate for this. I don't know why Natalie set up this phone call. Oh, well, you. I know why. Yeah, why? Because she hates me? Well, you know... It- <laughs> no, it's not because of that. It's because this is actually Jubal from the Jubal Show doing a phone prank on you, and your friend Natalie set you up. Oh, what? Yeah, this is actually Jubal from the Jubal Show doing a phone prank. Your friend Natalie said that you've been interviewing for a job and had a lot of terrible candidates, so I figured <laughs> I'd call you with the worst one. Jeez, that was a nightmare. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you find who you're I looking for? Jeez, I was like, I thought I was talking to a crazy person. I was like, oh my god, my friend Natalie's out of her mind. If you don't want to hire, um, if you don't want to hire me, you can always hire Mr. Dilly Dally. Oh god, no, please, no. <laughs> the Jubal Show on demand. Jubal's dirty little secret. Hello. Hey, what's up? This is the Jubal Show, and you texted us at 41061 and said you had a dirty little secret, so we're calling you back. Hi. Hi. 
Hi. Morning. Uh, oh, hi. Uh, <laughs> What's up? How are you guys? Pretty uh, good. Thanks for asking. Uh, Can you tell us your dirty little secret now? Or are you busy? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not too busy. I can do it right now. Um, great. What is it? What's your so, dirty little secret? Oh God, I'm so embarrassed, but my dirty secret is that I accepted a bribe. Ooh. Okay. So, well, depends what it was for, how much it was for. Yeah. And you know, it just depends. I don't know if you should be embarrassed yet. Some bribes are worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a little backstory, I'm a high school principal and I have a really disruptive student who needs to be expelled and I was getting ready to expel him for smoking weed on campus. He's mm-hmm. been caught, you know, doing stuff with girls in closets and in bathrooms. Ooh, he skips gosh. class. Yeah, he's I mean, he's rude to all of his teachers. He's pretty much failing all of his classes and you know, I called his father in to come do a, you know, do the expulsion and let him know why we were expelling him. Mm-hmm. And his dad, who is a lawyer, very slyly offered to make a rather large donation to the school in lieu of us expelling him. And you oh, said yes. And- Yes, because, you know, we really need the money for the school. Like, the, the sidewalks are messed up. We need new lockers. There's just a lot of things that that money yeah. could go to good for. But, you know, now I'm really regretting it because this kid, he knows about the bribe. Oh. oh. And- <laughs> his dad told it, of course. Somebody who would do that would probably tell their kid. Yeah, no wonder he acts the way he does. He knows his dad's going to come in and clean up the mess. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. And it's only been getting worse since I took the bribe. And oh. so I, yeah, I'm just in a really bad spot now. Well, and the, the teachers are just breathing down my throat trying to get me to expel this kid. But oh. I, I can't. Well, it sounds to me like you're actually in a great position. How so? Oh. Call the dad back in and be like, I have no choice. The teachers are on me now. I have to. Mm-hmm. Would you like to build us a new stadium, though? <laughs> you know, see what happens. Because, <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of for that bribe, honestly. Look, at the end of the day, it's like you are a principal. It is like your professional duty in a way to look after the kids, the, you know, the well-being of the kids. You were looking after the well-being of one kid and realized the well-being of multiple children could be benefited. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. to me, I think you did what you had to do. I do think obviously you're in a very weird situation now where the trouble with the kid continues. Um, mm-hmm. And then so the rising pressures also from the teachers continue. You know what? Like, yeah, I went to some schools that had no money, literally no money. Oh, yeah. And we were all doing the same thing that kid was doing. If one of our parents would have been a lawyer and done the same thing and gotten us some new books, it would have been amazing. So yeah. I think actually, oh, I think I think what you did is a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it's Ben. I was going to say, I think that you've taken care of everybody in the situation except one person. I think you need to call that parent back, the dad back, and take care of yourself now, you know? Mm-hmm. Have them oh, donate yeah. to your pockets. There it you will go. make you feel a lot better about your situation. <laughs> yeah, not the stadium thing. Like, hey, I have no choice. The parents want me to expel him. I don't know what to do now. I would like a new car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 and- but, I mean, my mom's an assistant principal. And she works at an alternative school. Okay. And so she sees a lot of those like kids acting up. Mm-hmm. But she honestly loves that. Like she loves working with those kids. Mm-hmm. So maybe try working. Maybe like there's a reason he's acting out, I'm saying. Would your mom oh. take the money? No, I don't think so. Well, then your mom messed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another option is you could call the dad back in, right, with the kid and then go, complete turnaround. It's been amazing. He's changed so much. I don't know how he did it, but we are skipping him a grade. He's graduating next week. Oh, 
Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Genius. You might have to fake some test scores, but it might be worth it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I could swing that, but you know, it's not, <laughs> and, bad. not you know, a bad idea. Well, I'll look into it. <laughs> you know, none of the teachers are going to give you pushback on yeah. it. Like, absolutely aced and gone. <laughs> yep. Well, thank you for your dirty little secret. Yes, thank you guys for Have a good one. The Jubal Show on demand. As if traffic wasn't bad enough, the Department of Transportation is going to make a huge change that could screw it up even more. Oh, no. Yeah, we'll tell you about that in a second. And be careful where you stick your head. (laughs) Shouldn't have to tell people that, but you do. And we'll tell you why coming up. Also, don't you hate it when you go to a funeral and then a voice from the coffin is all like, hey, can someone let me out of this thing? Wait, what? That's awkward. We'll tell you about that right now in a hard-hitting report from the JNN, the Jubal News Network. News that you didn't know you needed for Friday, February 10th, 2023. I'm Jubal Fresh, and if you thought drivers were already terrible, they're about to get a lot more terrible, all thanks to self-driving cars. Oh, Oh, wait, why? The Department of Transportation is thinking of adding a fourth traffic light. For self-driving cars. Wait, what? To mm-hmm. the traffic light system. Like a new color? Y- yeah, a new color. They said they don't have a color in mind yet, but a new color of light for self-driving cars. Why? Why can't they just use well, the lights we have? I don't understand it very well, but it's so that they can communicate with other self-driving cars. I don't really get it. I just saw they were adding a fourth traffic light and I'm like, man, people already get so confused with right. is yellow stop right away or is yellow just like speed up? Or if it's red for a second, does that mean I can still go through or should I slam on my brakes when I think it's about to be yellow? You know, yeah. <laughs> people are such work. bad drivers. There's going to be another light up there. Do you think it's so that the uh, it's a special like uh, like because, you know, cops have this, too, where they can like change the light. And uh, it's like a sensor thing. Do you think it's a sensor thing to allow self-driving cars to better understand what color the light currently is? So like like if it's red, maybe it tells the car something different. You know what I mean? Because I think they've probably had problems with they're running the red lights and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's it. I honestly could not. It had tech stuff in the article. (laughs) And you can tell because I say tech stuff. I don't really understand it. All I know is people drive terrible, and if you give them one more thing to think about, I'm going to be taking the bus from now on. Oh, yeah. Hopefully a self-driven bus. <laughs> this is the JNN, the Jubal News Network. Those other news networks aren't talking about a story and then being like, I have no idea. There was techie stuff in there, but you're only getting that at the JNN. For our next story, let's send it on over to Bennett. Hey, it's Benny. I'm in Pennsylvania where one little girl may have took being mommy's little angel quite literally. Firefighters conducted an unusual rescue after receiving a 911 call that a two-year-old's head was stuck inside a tin angel food pan where the centerpiece was taken out. So she was playing with it. She pulled it over her head and it was stuck. So is is that like a deep pan or angel food is like a, it's not a huge pan, right? It's not. I think it's like like a hat. It could be a hat. Like four or five inches. Yeah. Yeah. It fit perfectly over her like a shawl so they had to bring her to the firefighters and they used like a little tin cutter to cut her out so she's okay everything's all good but the funny thing is the mother said yeah this runs in my blood because when I was a kid I had a special rescue because I got stuck to a plastic chair so it just runs in their family (laughs) all right so their DNA just gets stuck to household items yeah all right have you gotten your head stuck in anything around your house I think like stairs you got your head stuck in you the stairs, your, Victoria? In the stairs? Well, in the in the railings. Your head stuck in the railing. I mean, yes. <laughs> I'm going to say no, but I can't say I've no. I've heard of like your, your your wrist getting stuck there. Your like, wrist. Yeah, because your hand goes along the railing. I don't mm-hmm. know what your head would be doing. Well, you stick your head through it. You never stuck your head through a railing? Thank on you. On the stairs? Bennett? No. You, Bennett has you not lived. Exactly. I know. Oh, 
I forgot about the nine volt batteries. <laughs> I was supposed to bring nine volt batteries in so that Bennett, Christian, and Victoria could all lick it because they've yeah. never licked a nine volt battery yeah, either. So we could get the quote unquote joy of licking a battery. So well, real. this JNN has been a good report because it reminded me to bring in nine volt batteries. Our producer Brad, can you help remind me to I got bring you, in? Yeah. All right, great. <laughs> this is the JNN, the Jubal News Network. Those other boring news networks aren't licking nine volt batteries, are they? <laughs> no, they're not. We are though at the JNN. It's news you didn't know you needed for. Next story, let's send it on over to Victoria. Hey, it's Victoria. And whoever started the saying, I will sleep when I'm dead, never met this woman. An 82-year-old woman from New York was declared dead at a nursing home only to be found breathing hours after at the funeral home. So just take that in for a minute. And imagine if you woke up at a funeral home (laughs) and like... (laughs) What do you do? <laughs> like, you were obviously pronounced dead. <laughs> I mean, if you're 80, you probably just feel like you're still at the nursing home. You're just like, well, I knew we were all going to go at one point. How <laughs> am I the only one? <laughs> this is crazy. I, I was a smoker my whole life, and I'm the one that lived. <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> well, that woman was immediately taken to the hospital where she's being taken care of, and there's no update on her condition. So she came back to life, basically. I know. She fell asleep so hard that her heart stopped, kind of thing? I get This is a Jane. No more information. No, nope, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> all I know is if that that was me and I had to go back to the nursing home, I would be like, you guys know I rose back from the dead, right? right? <laughs> Can I have some extra custard? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> this is the JNN, the Jubal News Network, where you get all the news, even the news you didn't know you needed, all of it. And remember, you can listen to the JNN this same time every single weekday morning. And congrats, suckas. We just newsed you again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember, you can follow the show on social media at The Jubal Show. Follow all of us individually. I'm at Jubal Fresh. I'm at Viramira00. I'm at Bennett Knows. Our producer, Brad, do you Brad? want to give yours? Okay, fine. I'm <laughs> at Brad Nolan on everything. All right. <laughs> the Jubal Show on demand. First date follow-up. Jonathan is on the phone today, and he's getting ghosted by Cassandra. Jonathan? Aww. She's not getting back to me, and I'm kind of bummed about it. Yeah, I would be too. What so, about her did you like so much? Um, you know, I thought she was very sexy. Like, she was so good looking. We had a great conversation. And she's a very strong woman, too. And, like, I just love that she can, like, take control when she needs to. Well, what happened on your first date? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, not like that, but. Not yet, at least. <laughs> but, yeah, no, we, um, yeah, we went on a date. It was a little bit unconventional, um, it was actually in the hospital cafeteria. So your first day was at a hospital cafeteria. That's interesting. Well, yeah, but it's not like I invited her to the hospital or anything. I'll, you know, I, I actually, I was in the hospital. That's where I met her. Oh. So it was very natural, you know, like not like online dating or anything. Like it's real life connection. I mean, I was in the hospital. Um, I got a cut on my hand. I'm a mechanic. So, um, it just was a deep cut, and, um, you know, she happened to be the nurse in the office. Oh. Okay. That's why she was in control. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I was just waiting for someone to come in, and then, you know, this hot girl came in, and I got really excited. I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I just, you know, I was like, she's really hot. And mm-hmm. then she started, you know, the normal asking uh, me questions, going over my chart, my history, and I kind of felt like she was being a little flirty with me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I could just tell, you know, you, like, you can tell when a girl's kind of flirting with you, looking at you, asking you these questions, mm-hmm. the tone of voice. So, you know, I decided, you know, to ask her out okay. um, just on the spot because I didn't know if I'd ever see her again. Mm-hmm. And um, she didn't seem opposed, but she just said, like, she doesn't think it's the best idea because, you know, of her job. 
but she didn't seem like not interested. It was more just like, you know, work stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I asked again, I you know, flirted back and um, I kind of persisted a bit. And uh, she finally agreed uh, to meet up with me afterwards uh, when she, you know, got off her shift in the hospital cafeteria. So I thought like better than nothing. So uh, yeah, so we met there. Okay. I mean, I feel like the flirtatious feeling that you got at the beginning may have been just her doing her job, like just asking a bunch of questions because she needs to know what's wrong with you and what's going on. Yeah, a lot of times people like confuse, you know, people Mm -hmm. confuse just kindness Mm -hmm. for flirtiness. As a girl, it does kind of get... I don't want to say annoying, but when you're just trying to be polite to someone mm-hmm. and they think you're being flirty, so then they start trying to come on to you. And, I get uh, that. That happens probably a, a lot. Yeah. For women, you know? I, I think it's kind of sad because people just aren't used to others being kind. So they're mm-hmm. like, oh, you're you're nice. You like me. Uh, you're into me. Let me jump on this real quick. Yeah. <laughs> or some people are like Jonathan where everybody flirts with them. Or there it is. Yeah. Is that yeah. how it Maybe is? Maybe we're all wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't happen all the time. Like, I don't go to the doctor that often, but when I do, I don't recall nurses flirting with me you know okay mm-hmm. all right so how was your time with cassandra then you really liked her obviously yeah so i would say this was a date i mean and it was awesome i think we really clicked um it went by in my opinion way too quick uh-huh. and uh so i wanted to keep talking but she had to go so you know it was all good and um yeah so afterwards you know i told her i want to see her again and she told me that she'd contact me um, you know, she said she wanted to keep hanging out. She mm. just couldn't right now. And, um, you know, that was five days ago. So I'm not quite sure, you know, what to do. All right. Well, we'll try to figure it out for you then. We'll play a song, come back and then call her and figure out what, and see if we can figure out why she's ghosting you and maybe get you another date with your first date follow up next. It's a Jewish show. Jonathan is on the phone today and Jonathan is getting ghosted by Cassandra. His first date was actually at a hospital cafeteria with her. She worked at the hospital <laughs> He was there getting some stuff done. He said that when she was <clears throat> that when she was checking him out, she was also checking him out. Mm-hmm. She was going over his chart and stuff, and he felt like she was flirting, so he asked her to go to the cafeteria and get a bite to eat with him. She said yes, and it seemed like she was really into him, but now she won't call him back, and he's getting ghosted. That was their date at the yeah. hospital cafeteria that day. And how long has it been again, Jonathan? It's been five days. And all you have is that sweet memory of you and whatever they had at the hospital cafeteria dude we're about to call her right now and see if we can figure out why she's ghosting him and maybe get him another date you ready jonathan uh yeah let's do it hello hey what's up is this cassandra uh yeah this is cassandra speaking cassandra how are you my name is jubal um from a radio show called the jubal show and I'm Victoria from The Jubal Show. I'm Bennett from The Jubal Show. I'm Christian Gray Snow. And fun fact, I'm also from The Jubal Show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, Jubal Show. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Hi. Hey, hey. You ever listen to the show at all? Uh, Yeah, we do have the radio on here. Are you familiar with one of the segments that we do called the First Date Follow-Up? Yes. <laughs> well, guess what? What's that? <laughs> Somebody emailed us about you and they're wondering why you're ghosting them. So was this, uh, was this Jonathan? Ooh. Jonathan, the guy that you met at the hospital the other day and you guys went to the cafeteria. That Jonathan? No, not quite. Jonathan is actually 
uh, a prisoner here at the prison that I am a doctor in. Wait, what? Yeah. Jonathan is a prisoner. He has, of course, acquired a cell phone, and I'm sure that is what he's calling on. That happens? (laughs) Yes, it does. Uh, Jonathan's actually um, serving a four-year sentence for GTA. Um, He's got about two months left. Okay, okay, okay. okay, What's GTA? Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. It's a good video game and a very real charge. (laughs) (laughs) Why did y'all go out to lunch? Jonathan and I have never been out to lunch. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to bring him on the phone. Yeah. While we still have him on the phone before it gets confiscated or something. (laughs) This is legit. Cassandra, Jonathan is on the phone and wants to talk to you. I thought that you guys actually went out on a date, Mm -hmm. but Jonathan, are you there? Uh, Yeah, I'm still here. (laughs) Jonathan, you realize that after I hang up, I will have to make a phone call so that somebody comes and shake your cell down. All right, listen, can you just hear me out, please? I know this probably happened after this, but if you just listen to me for a second. No, Jonathan, this is actually very inappropriate, uh, so I will not be hearing you out. Please, like, I really liked you. I thought we had a really good date. Jonathan, that was not a date. There is a very fine line, okay? I am your doctor. You are a prisoner. We spoke, and that was that. Yeah, but when we spoke, you were, like, so flirty with me. Um, Jonathan, I told you then, and I'm telling you now, I was not flirting. I am not flirting. Mm. And now I'm just going to have to get off the phone and request for you to be transferred to another facility. Oh, gosh. Wait, but we had, like, a really special time. I think we should keep talking. Wait, oh, oh, Well, Hello? He's not, he's gone. Hmm. Whoa, Cassandra, are you still there? Uh, yes, I'm here. Uh, well, yeah. do you want to go out with Jonathan again on another date? We'll pay for it. I'm guessing that is a hard no. Do I have to tell you guys, too? It was not a date. It wasn't a date in the yep. first place. I think okay. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, looks like you got some business to take care of. Be yeah. safe. That's a tough job you do. Yeah, does that happen often? Like prisoners mistaken? You think you're flirting with them? Yeah, when you're doing your job? You know, there's not that many people that are nice to them, so they mistake it. Oh, okay. Well, now you're making me feel bad. (laughs) Don't feel bad for Jonathan. Okay. All right. Noted. You miss 100% 100 of the shots you don't take. That's true. I mean, you know, hey, uh, if you're out at a bar and you see someone you want to talk to, Jonathan is proof. Go talk to him. (laughs) I mean, he went through a lot of work to call you, Cassandra. And he's probably going to serve a lot more time, too. (laughs) (laughs) All for you, Cassandra. Yeah, he he's went through a lot of work, and he's going to be going through a lot of searches. Oh, yeah. oh. a lot. Good luck. No, they get those phones into prison. So. I hope he enjoys that phone while he has it. Yeah. <laughs> the Jubal Show on demand. Jubal's dirty little secret. Hello. Hey, what's up? This is the Jubal Show, and you texted us at 41061 and said you had a dirty little secret. So now we're calling you back. Whatever oh, boy. Is. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. Let me get... Uh, okay. Hi. What's up? How are you? Hi. Hello. I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you for asking. I will be even better if you can tell me that um, you can tell us your dirty little secret right now. 
Yeah, I can. So uh, last year at my best friend's Super Bowl party, I got real drunk with his wife and we hooked up. Whoa. Wow. Touch down. (laughs) Yeah. Extra point. Everything. Interception. Yeah. So does your friend know? No, God, no, oh. I hope not. Oh. Uh, not to my knowledge anyway. So this wasn't an approved no, so thing. They, no. Like, hey, no. why don't you two, uh, we got some uh, onion dip in the kitchen. Why don't you two go grab that onion? Oh. French I'll onion. be in a little while <laughs> with um, some other dips. Oh. I'm just asking you guys to go in the kitchen by yourself. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not how that happened. Okay. How did it happen then? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I always go over and help set up. I mean, I've been, I've, he's my best friend. We've been friends for a decade. I've known them both for over a decade. And That's I true. go and I help set up. Uh, and we got pretty loaded before the party. And he went out to get the, the wings and uh, left me and his wife alone. And we were in the kitchen and kind of uh. flirting. We've always been a little flirty, but this time, I don't know. It just kind of happened oh my god wow and y'all had to like do it before he got back yeah yeah we barely made it that's so messed up but so exciting okay that's where i'm at it's like (laughs) thrilling yeah but morally corrupt also yes did y'all feel bad yeah i didn't feel bad at the time it was like too exciting to Hmm. feel bad at the time but i have felt awful ever since so are you ever going to tell him no, I don't think so. And I'm pretty sure, like, this was the first time with me, but I kind of got the impression it wasn't necessarily the first time that she oh. did something like this. So I don't really think she's going to tell him. So I'm, I'm I'm, staying out of that. Yeah, I would imagine it's probably not the first time if she's yeah. willing to go there with his best friend. And willing to do it again, like, Real when, quick. when there's yeah. such, like, a not guarantee, I think, of getting away with it, it's like that shows you that someone's been doing it. It's like when someone robs a place and they get yeah. away with it once and they keep going, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of robbing a place and keep going, have you done it again after that? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. We have kind of oh, given each other little like winky looks at each other when we've been around, but uh, uh, y'all better be careful y'all because are doing, people are uh, more aware than you yeah, think they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're doing way too much. You gotta like. How was the Super Bowl party after that happened? Like, I feel like that would be very awkward for me, and I'd have to leave. Like, I'd feel so bad. You know, I, I was kind of riding the high of it the whole time after party. It's just been afterwards that I've felt weird and bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would, too. I mean, that's your best friend. Yeah. I just have one simple question. It's Bennett, by the way. If your best friend did this to you, would you want him to tell you or would you want him to keep it on the low? Ah, I don't know that I could handle that kind of information. I think I would probably just let everyone keep the secret. Yeah, okay. you, so ignorance is bliss as far as you're concerned with that. Yeah, I think so. No way. But you did that to your best friend's wife. Like, and also, how can you look at your best friend? Well, it's it's awkward. It's a little awkward. Has he ever cheated on her? Not that I'm aware of, no. Oh, man. Well, maybe you should try and make that happen so y'all be, they'll be equal. Yeah. <laughs> no. Do you have a wife? Hey, that's not a bad idea. I do not. Oh, I was going to say, because if you do, you could like make that happen or something. And oh, be yeah. like, oh, well, now we're even. I, guess. Your <laughs> so, yeah. I have an ex-wife. I don't know if that would help. There you hey, go. There you yeah, go. still. Yeah. I might help out. Yeah, she's still single, too. She might need some love. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for telling us your dirty little secret. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from your friend's wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> try. The Jubal Show on demand. 
One of the world's most popular dating apps is making a huge change. And some employers are actually angry about this. Before we tell you what that is, call us up 888-343-1061, 888-343-1061. Just want to hear any awkward dating stories that you might have because those are always hilarious and this is a great time to do it. Why? Because Tinder is now making it easier to avoid coming across your boss or a coworker on the app. It's always awkward when you're on those dating apps, right? And then you see somebody that you know, especially if it's a coworker, especially if it's your boss. Yeah. And if they've already matched with you, then you're like, oh, great. How am I going to show up to work tomorrow? (laughs) So I guess enough people have complained to Tinder where Tinder is now allowing you to block someone Hmm. before you match with them. Before... I guess you could block them after you match with someone, right? But you had to match with them first. Now you can just block their profile as soon as you see it. So if you're swiping on Tinder and you come across your boss, you can block them instantly so that you don't have the awkwardness of coming into work going, my boss just messaged me three times this morning asking if I was going to go out with him tonight. Yeah. <laughs> no. Am I supposed to not talk horrible. about this or talk about this? <laughs> Call us up, 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. What's a good awkward dating story that you have? Tinder is now making it available where you can block somebody before you match with them they did it so that people wouldn't have the awkwardness of seeing somebody that they know your boss your pastor whoever (laughs) having to block them after you match with them but they've added things like that they've added more privacy things on tinder but it seems like it's very late in the game that they've done this victoria are you on tinder no what? I really sh- I know That's the one I'm not on Just because I'm scared Because they're creepy people <laughs> Okay Okay I'm on other dating apps But I don't like them Like and I'm realizing I'll also start messaging someone Yeah And then if I don't Message them back right away I'll completely forget That I messaged them before Gotcha Okay and ADD so like, Yep And the conversation <laughs> will just end You just saw something yeah. shiny And got distracted Okay <laughs> Call us up 888-343-1061 Text in 41061 What's an awkward dating story that you have, Kendra? My sister had a baby with a guy that peaced out, and I matched with his brother on dating, and he actually tried to date me and everything, not knowing who I was, and I was like, hey, dude, (laughs) you're baby daddy mama peaced out you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny and you're like no but hey um can i can i get in touch with your brother because he owes my sister some money yeah. <laughs> Hello. Right? exactly yes. yeah and he still to this day is not paying child support oh, <laughs> oh, loser. yeah thank you kendra thank you for your phone call appreciate it call us up 888-343-1061 text in 41061 we're talking about how tinder has a new feature now where you can block somebody right away when you see them they did this in case you want to block somebody who it could be awkward if you saw them on Tinder, like your boss or your Mm. family member, things like that. Will you get a notification if you're blocked? I don't think so, because usually they don't, you know, most websites and apps don't tell people when they're blocked. (laughs) That creates a problem. Only thing that's worse than being blocked is finding out who blocked you. (laughs) And when. Have you ever gone to somebody's page that you know, like a friend of yours, and you find out you're blocked? Oh my god! One day you can see everything, and you go there the next day, and you see nothing. Heart drops. Right? Text in 41061. What's an awkward dating story that you have, McKenna? Hi. Okay, so one of my most awkward dating stories is, so I am currently dating a twin. Okay. They're both, yeah, they're both identical. And on Halloween, they decided to pretty much switch their clothing and style (laughs) to each other's. Okay. And on Halloween, I went up and called the wrong one, babe, and hugged him right in front of the one I'm actually dating. (laughs) And 
the most awkward moment. They will not let me let it down. <laughs> yeah. See, that's a, that's a dicey situation because what if the twin, the other, the brother, the one you're not dating, really gets into character, right? And then starts hugging yeah. you back and being your boyfriend for the night. I doubt his brother would like that yeah. very much. Oh, absolutely not. Nope. <laughs> it would have been terrible if you kissed him and then you find out you're like, oh god. Oops. His brother's a way better kisser. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, no. What do I do? <laughs> Thanks, McKenna, for your phone call. Thank you so much. Yep. Call us up. 888-343-1061. I had an awkward dating situation at work one time when I worked in a restaurant, and I had to train somebody later on that day. I didn't know who, right? But I had to train somebody as a server later on that day. And I was getting ready for my shift, and they have, like, little changing rooms where you get ready. Well, I was always kind of flirty with this one girl. And I was getting ready and changing. And then I heard there was a knock on the door in the okay. changing area. I opened it up and then she just like came in and then kissed me. And then, you know, it was a good day at work. That oh, day. wow. Oh, wow. I was like, whoa, that was cool. But then I had to train the person who came in later. Mm-hmm. And I found out the person who came in later that I had to train was her boyfriend. Oh, you are lying. No, I'm not. It was so awkward. He was <laughs> like, hey, man, you want to come hang out at my house later? And like, I was like, dude, I just, I can't tonight. I got plans and I, I felt so bad. Wow. And kind of bad for myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call us up, 888-343-1061. Your phone prank happens every single hour on the 20s. Your next one is coming up in just a few minutes. It's the Jubal Show. The Jubal Show on demand. Hey, guys. You know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.